Hey everybody, I wanted to share something with you. My mom and I, we watched the sweetest romantic comedy recently starring Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet. And in it, there's this older gentleman who was a screenwriter from the golden age of Hollywood. He is hunched over, 90 years old, but he had won an Oscar award. So you know there's, there's something here, right? He's this slow-moving but super quick-witted widower, so he just lives by himself. And Kate Winslet bumps into him on the sidewalk, not literally, but he couldn't find his way back to his house. So she offers to take him back because she, she knows where he lives. And their friendship blossoms, and they eventually go out to dinner together to somewhere a little fancy. It's the cutest thing ever. The character Kate Winslet plays, her name is Iris, by the way, is stuck. She's at a point in her life where she's just unable to make any progress in some areas of her life. I know we can we can all relate to that. And the elderly gentleman just looks at her through his little glasses across the nice white tablecloth dinner setting. And he says, you know, Iris, in the movies, we have leading ladies and we have the best friend. You, I can tell, are leading lady. But for some reason, you're behaving like the best friend. You are leading lady, but for some reason, you're behaving like the best friend. So I just thought it would be fun today to begin this episode before we dive into the fear of success with that reminder. You're supposed to be the leading lady of your own life. You deserve to play the lead role in your life and in your story. But what about when we're scared of success? which is what we are about to talk about today, and I'm really excited to dive into it. Welcome to today's episode of the Best You Can Be Leadership Podcast, where we offer bite-sized lessons and steps that you can implement as a part of your journey towards becoming the very best that you can be. This is your podcast host, Brigitte Borenstein, and just so you know, for planning purposes, we release a new episode the first and third Tuesday of every month with some amazing guests. Thank you so much for joining me for today's discussion. I hope you'll return my handshake to you. You can do that through becoming a part of this community on Instagram, my website, bestyoucanbe.com, or by subscribing and leaving helpful comments. Last episode, we overviewed fear of failure. So in a way, this is like the reverse side of almost the same coin. Fear of failure comes in all sorts of different shapes, sizes, but so does fear of success. And I would say that both can be just as crippling and just as limiting on your potential. So today, we are going to start at square one, and we're going to revisit what we're all about here as individuals just trying to develop our leadership gifts and talents, then we will look at some signs that can point towards a hesitancy, maybe, around being successful, some reasons why we can fall into that trap, if you will, and then some ways to overcome some of those specifics and why it's just so important that we don't let fear of success get in our way. Starting with square one, I know this might seem a little bit elementary, but every few episodes I do like to return to our why. So, as listeners of a leadership podcast, what are we doing here? I'll start with you first. You are a leader. Whether you realize it or not, 
people, most likely way more people than you know, are observing you and many of them are following you. That can be people you know and people you don't know. And it can be in places you go to on a routine basis like a job or classes or it can be in places you just kind of pop into every so often. The question isn't are you or are you not a leader? The question is what kind of an impact are you making? Is it good, bad, or in the middle? How much influence do you have? The desire to build a legacy is something that's very much ingrained into the beautiful human spirit. So my guess is that you hope to be able to answer those questions with a lot of influence and a really positive impact. And to clarify, I mean a lot of influence not in terms of lots of people. You can have a ton of influence with just a handful of people, so I want to make that distinction and be clear on that. But going back to how my guess is that you would answer wanting lots of influence and a really positive impact. That's why you're here. You're here to get one voice, me, encouraging you on that road to tapping into every ounce of leadership potential that you have. And hopefully I'm not the only voice, so if you need recommendations for other leadership development resources, please let me know. So that's your why. For me, my mission with you today is to inspire confidence through leadership and wellness. Talking about fear of success today, I'm obviously focusing on inspiring confidence through leadership development, But I picked this topic because it is a hindrance to a lot of people in their leadership development journeys, and it's one that just needed to be touched on. Now, moving into what it is, fear of success is not literally a fear of being successful, necessarily. It more has to do with the things that come with it. I mean, most people you talk to, what do you want to do? You might ask them, I want to be successful at X, Y, Z. Awesome. So people oftentimes say, I want to be successful at this. Fear of success has more to do with the strings attached to that success than it does with the success itself. So it might be a fear around the money or the more responsibility or the less time, the different relationships, maybe the different lifestyle, or maybe even how people will react to your triumphs. And to get a little bit more specific here, I have listed out seven ways we can commonly find ourselves fearing the strings attached to our success. So the first one, the first way we can commonly find ourselves fearing the strings attached to our potential success, not wanting to not know every little detail. The reason behind this is because if you kick butt in your job, and you get more and more responsibility, you will eventually have less and less time and maybe need to delegate some things. So because of the growth, because of the success, in other words, you will have to let some things be a little out of your control and maybe not just how you'd want them, like not just perfect, you know? So for some, myself included, that's a little daunting. I like to do everything. I like to be involved in everything, but it's necessary if you want to scale. And if done properly, the benefits can definitely outweigh the costs. But this is a hang up for a lot of people when it comes to thinking about growing in their job or or in whatever it is. The second way we might have a little bit of a fear surrounding success is maybe you've heard before that sometimes when we grow, we also outgrow the people in our life. 
And unfortunately, I think this is true, but only sometimes. So I'm definitely not going to tell you that if you do really, really well right now, all your friends are gonna vanish, but I, I will tell you that one or two might, and you have to be okay with that if you really wanna go after whatever dream God has put on your heart. And the same could go for relationships. So if you all of a sudden, just you, if you dive headfirst into personal development and you're unlocking your confidence, you're becoming more bold, you're becoming more unapologetically you, then the person you're dating might not be on the same trajectory of personal growth as you are. And the two of you might end up really different as you get a good ways down your personal growth journey just because you're spending so much time thinking really, really differently about life, right? And then all of a sudden, you might prefer watching documentaries over binging a Netflix series, or you might prefer conferences over concerts sometimes. These aren't the best examples. Those were actually a little bit boring, but you get the drift. <laughs> so the thought of losing friends close to you as a result of your growth can definitely be scary, but unfortunately or fortunately, People grow closer and further apart all the time, not just because one person is deciding to take charge of their goals and go for them. Something else that can put some fear between us and crushing our goals can be judgment. So this is the third one, fear of being judged as a result of our success. One of the very first guests on the podcast was Shannon Huffman Polson. She was one of the first women to fly the Apache attack helicopter for the army you bet she encountered plenty of this. I actually remember asking her how she felt about being judged as a woman, doing some bolder things than the norm of the time, and she totally affirmed what I thought to be true. She said that yes, sometimes women are perceived as being bossy when they are simply being bold. And this is a very real struggle for many women. So much so, actually, that researchers have their own name for it. I, I didn't know this until I researched for this podcast episode, but this is actually called backlash avoidance. So it's holding ourselves back from our most successful selves in order to avoid having our character and our personality improperly labeled. Or in other words, it's feeling like we need to intentionally hold ourselves back so that we don't get misperceived and labeled, oh, oh, she's being bossy or oh, she's being a jerk just because you're being bold and speaking confidently and things like that. But I also want to be really careful how I phrase this particular fear of success, this, this backlash avoidance, because sometimes this does happen. I'm just being transparent. Sometimes this scenario does happen because the woman maybe has a chip on her shoulder so just like a bold man with a chip on his shoulder is rightly perceived as bossy, the same thing can happen with women. A bold woman with a chip on her shoulder is going to be rightly labeled as bossy. But sometimes you can also have the kindest, purest, sweetest intentions. And as soon as you pucker up the courage to speak your mind for whatever reason, you're labeled as bossy. It's sort of like this weird social thing that's really hard to avoid 100% of the time and it can kind of leave you feeling a little bit at a loss. You're like, okay, well, I don't know what to do now because it seems like no matter what, I'm misperceived. And I can honestly see how this would be a huge deterrent to some for avoiding that boldness as they go after whatever success is for them. But I have two answers or perspectives to pull out of this reason if this is you. 
So the first one, people are going to judge you no matter what. You'll be judged if you fail. You'll be judged if you succeed and then some. And you'll be judged if you do. You'll be judged if you don't. People are judgy. It's unfortunate, but you cannot, cannot let someone else's small-minded opinion of you keep you from reaching out and being you and changing lives because of it. And the other thought I have on this one is if I'm going to be potentially judged by some as bossy when I'm really just being bold and speaking my mind, then it kind of becomes a mini challenge to me to be as kind and as genuine as possible in hopes that I can be beyond reproach. And I don't know a single leadership podcast ever saying we shouldn't be kind, so that's a win in my book. The fear of success because we're worrying about how other people will mislabel or judge us is just a non-starter. But that's number three. So the fourth way we tend to fear the strings attached to success is similar. It's similar to this fear of being seen as a way too bossy bold, but it's the fear of just stepping outside of what we're used to. So I'll use the example of women not wanting to make more money than their spouse. I can actually relate to this somewhat just because I'm married and the way Drew and I have decided to take on life together is with him being the leader. He leads me, he will lead our future family, and that doesn't mean I don't speak my mind and really, really strongly voice my opinion. You guys seriously, I probably voice it a little bit too much, so it does not mean that. But at the end of the day, the decisions are his. This structure works for a ton of people and it works for us. And I don't wanna usurp his role in our teamwork, but that's the key word here, teamwork. So I guarantee you if I came home tomorrow with 10 times the amount of Drew's paycheck, he would be just as happy of a camper as if I made $0 and he made a million. It's because we're a team. So if that's you and you're concerned about making more than a spouse, Maybe revisiting the idea of teamwork is a good starting place. But I think this also holds true for non-monetary evidence of success too. I mean, as this podcast grows in its scope and its influence, Drew isn't faced by that either because my growth is our growth. And now I I understand that not everybody is married and gets to be on a team, um, but that's always a great goal to have. And regardless, this holds true for other relationships. I used this example just because it's very common for women to hesitate at the thought of making more money than their spouse. And then on the flip side, a lot of men cringe at the idea of making less money than their spouse and they need to do their own personal work there too, but this applies to other areas. So if you have friends, the good ones will be on this same exact page. They should be cheering you on in your success, even if everything in their life seems to be crumbling. They really should. And extended family, same thing. They could be walking through a very challenging season, but they should be on your team. And seeing you rise up in your leadership of others should bring them joy for you. If they aren't, that's on them, in my opinion. And jealousy just happens to be very real for many people and it never encourages us to celebrate our friends. So please don't let a lack of support or hesitancy that you might outshine someone in a certain area keep you from doing what you're capable of. 
Please don't let a lack of support or a hesitancy that you might outshine someone in a certain area keep you from doing what you're capable of. Next is number five. Fifth reason you might be fearing success is very straightforward. Maybe you're afraid of the spotlight and the extra attention that that could bring. So simply put, most people are not born comfortable being in front of a crowd. They just aren't. So if that's holding you back, you can definitely practice into that just like everybody else has. You can definitely grow into being comfortable in front of a crowd. You just have to believe it and then you'll be able to to practice it and fail forward a little bit. Number six out of seven for the sixth way we can tend to fear the strings attached to success, Blah, that's a tongue twister, is you could have some childhood experiences that deter you from going after your dreams. For that, I'm sorry, um, but that's maybe where you would want to just seek some help to process that, you know, talk through it, be with a professional, come to terms with it, and then maybe develop the skills that can keep those childhood experiences from unfairly holding you back and getting in your way. And number seven, the last way we can often find ourselves fearing success is imposter syndrome. I saved this one for last because it's such a buzzword right now, and I, I think rightly so, honestly. A lot of people encounter imposter syndrome at some point in their lives. So this is where we feel undeserving or unqualified. We can see other people and think, well, she's doing so much better than I am at this and who am I to be in this role compared to her and what if they don't think I deserve this and what if they think I'm a fraud and oh my gosh. And my answer here is this. Aside from God, of course, only we know all of our many, many, many mistakes. So naturally, our perception of ourselves is to think of one million reasons why we can't do something and only see other people's abilities and reasons why they can do something. With imposter syndrome, we just have to really discipline our minds to remember that no one has it all together. Everyone starts somewhere and everyone has dirty laundry and weaknesses and pitfalls. And where we have weaknesses, we also need to remind ourselves we also have strengths. One more time, and that's just that we really have to discipline our minds to remember that no one has it all together. Everyone starts somewhere, everyone has dirty laundry and weaknesses and pitfalls, and where we have weaknesses, we also have to remind ourselves we also have strengths. Hey, you guys, I'm just gonna quickly hit the pause button on this to just say thank you to everybody who has left a star rating and a comment review for the podcast. It truly makes such a significant impact on expanding our ability to reach more young women and encourage them in their confidence, their leadership, their personal journeys. So it truly means the world to me. Each and every review, I love it and I'm so thankful. And if you haven't gotten the chance to do that yet, this is just your friendly reminder that it is something that I would be so grateful from the very bottom of my heart. That is not an understatement. And let's keep going. So that's my list of seven ways we often fear success and the strings attached to it. And my guess is that we all identify with at least one of these, even if it's in the past and we're over it, which is great. Good for you. Um, but whether one or all of them stuck out to you, 
we really need to avoid them like the plague. Not to be dramatic, uh, but any sort of fear like that is just dead weight that you do not need to lug around. Why is that? Because if you don't overcome your fear of putting yourself out there, simply put, you won't put yourself out there. You won't get as courageous as your dreams need you to be. And let's think super broad and just imagine down the road here, you know, if you are if you are leading a team, either now or one day, this fear of success would trickle into affecting other people. And you don't want that. So you might want to create a thriving, flourishing team. And you would do that by empowering subordinates and and people you work with, you're, you're letting them do their best work and think on their own and use their creativity. But if you get to that point of leading a team and you find yourself still hanging on to a fear of success, or in other words, here is a hesitancy to grow big, you won't be able to create an empowering culture and you won't be letting your team do its best work because of it. If we let the fear of success grip us, it can paralyze us in a way very similar to the fear of failure. So if we fear failing at something, sometimes we will do everything we can to just avoid starting. Because if we don't start the thing, we can't fail at it, right? And if we don't start to grow, we can't succeed at it, what it is we're doing, right? So we can get into this procrastination cycle that lets opportunity after opportunity pass us by. And you don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that for you. My hope with this episode is if some of these areas of insecurity stick out to you, that you can just see my message come full circle here and that you know you have all the potential you need, even if you don't feel like it. And yes, no one's path of progress is linear. So maybe some of these fears of the things that can come with being successful are causing you some stumbling blocks along the way. Sure, but who cares? I mean, at the end of the day, the journey is what makes us and gives us that relatable experience to be able to share with others. Regardless, none of these fears needs to hold you back if you can just tweak your perspective from viewing these things as character flaws or inherent weaknesses you can never get rid of to viewing them as struggles that are common or as obstacles that you can overcome and live to tell about. So just to recap, seven areas of thinking that might put us into this fear of success and what comes with it pattern and end up holding us back. One, not wanting to not know every little detail. Unfortunately or fortunately, if you plan on growing and expanding your reach, you will have to learn how to let others step in and take some things off your plate. Yes, that can be scary to hand some responsibility over to someone else, but it might be necessary and even worthwhile at some point. Two, Maybe you've heard before that sometimes when we grow, we can outgrow the people in our life. Yes, that can be very sad to think about, but it also makes a little bit of sense. If two people are best friends, one of them dives into personal and professional development and one of them doesn't, naturally the two friends will begin to differ in their hobbies and how they enjoy spending their time and in their life goals. So they might just naturally start to drift apart and that's okay. We have to be willing to accept that. Number three, something else that can put some fear between us and going after our goals can be judgment and specifically being judged as being bossy when you're really just being bold and courageous. So 
This is always a tough one, but don't let it get to you because people are going to judge you no matter what. Pinky promise. Number four is the fear of stepping outside of what we're used to. And this one was a little tough for me to explain, but I used the really, really common example of women hesitating at the thought of making more money or being more successful than their spouses. The answer for this one, if you will, was that jealousy is very real for many people and it never encourages us to celebrate our friends. It never encourages us to encourage our family members or our spouse. But just my request for you here is to please, please, please do not let a lack of support or a hesitancy that you might outshine someone in a certain area keep you from doing what you're capable of. Although I will add a small addendum to this that humility on our part goes a really long way. But other than that, don't worry about shining your light as bright as it'll go. Number five is maybe you're afraid of the spotlight and that extra attention. To this easy peasy answer, most people are not born being comfortable in front of a crowd. So if that's holding you back, you can definitely practice into that. And just like everyone else, you'll fail forward for a little bit, but you'll get the hang of it. The sixth way we can fall into this fear of success trap was the childhood experiences. So sometimes childhood experiences are very impactful and they can be positive or negative. So if you have negative childhood experiences that are deterring you from going after your dreams and that are making you want to avoid some of the strings attached to success, maybe that's a place where a professional could help untangle some of those confusing things so that you can develop tools to better deal with what it is that's actually holding you back. Last, but certainly not least, is imposter syndrome. So we can feel undeserving or unqualified, but we have to, have to, have to, we have to discipline ourselves to remember that no one has it all together. Everyone starts somewhere. Everyone has dirty laundry and weaknesses and pitfalls and where we have weaknesses, we also have to remind ourselves we have strengths too. And with that, congratulations, you just finished another episode of the Best You Can Be Leadership Podcast, and you are one step closer to cultivating the gifts you already have. Thank you so much for pouring into your leadership because our world needs more good leadership, and we definitely need yours. Thanks so much for joining me on the Best You Can Be Leadership Podcast. If you are as excited as I am about diving into our potential and stepping into the very best versions of ourselves, then follow me on Instagram at bestyoucanbe and don't be afraid to send me a message. You can also visit bestyoucanbe.com and fill out a contact me form. I can't wait to meet you. In this episode, I've stuck my hand out to introduce myself to you, but go ahead and do the same for me. Tell me who you are, what your story is, and what you would like to see most in lessons to apply to your leadership experiences. Until next episode, keep going, keep growing, and keep becoming the best you can be. Bye.